0: What's good, boys and girls? Fin's up podcast on this beautiful Tuesday night. It's a lovely evening. It's not so cold. Uh, it was nice and warm today. Hope everyone went out, and got some sunshine. I know my handsome colleague Dan would have had his serving of vitamin D. And Dan, how you doing, buddy?
1: Mate, I'm doing real, th- uh, real good. Thank you so much. I've just had my final day at work. Had a couple of beers to celebrate and say goodbye reminisce yeah. about the good times, laughed about the bad times. Speaking of good times, though, Terry, it's always good Tuesday night speaking to you here on uh, Chateau d'Air, what are we on? Messenger, Facebook. Yeah. yeah.
0: I do feel a little bit um, sorry to myself on this Tuesday night that I'm not the first person that you have spoken to nor podcast with, but I'll let it go as long as you sledge those Dirty Dragons fans uh, to no all end.
1: Oh, mate, I got a few jabs in, so uh, Mad Mad Vodcast reached out and said, do you mind coming back on? I said, of course. Last time I was on, we flogged you, so why wouldn't I do that again? No, they are they are great dudes. Big shout-out. Yeah. Very, very um, fun yeah. podcast. They take everything in stride. And uh, you can't say, but I gave them the big FU. Yeah. Uh,
0: now, speaking of the big FU, we have the Reese Walsh um, Judiciary hearing happening. Uh, As we speak, and we have a question, so we've got a few questions, we're just going to run a little bit off-tangent, but I thought that's a perfect segue after you've given them the FU. Now, this question comes in from Chad of Sharks Forever. Boo! Yeah, and uh, I don't know why he booing Chad, he's like the nicest old fella you can ever meet. No, no, not that
1: particular Chad, just Chad and Cronulla. Oh, just
0: Chad, yeah, fair enough. Shout out Chad, Uh, love you, mate. And he says, uh, just off the Sharks topic for a minute, what do you guys think about players abusing refs? Granted, refs aren't great at the moment, but players shouldn't be able to give them a for when they feel like it. I disagree to an extent, because you get a little rat like Chris Sutton, who can't ref. And he deserves to be called every name under the sun. Right? And like, every day, people should be telling him that his parents are embarrassed of him. He's a prick. So he should be absolutely abused on a daily basis but if I'm being serious here question the referee but don't take it across the line I think that you can get your point across to a referee's call without throwing colourful language in there mm-hmm. and sometimes if you're going to drop an F you know they might turn around and say that you've hit them high you can't challenge it or you might think it's a Call and out of frustration you turn around and go oh, fucking hell are you serious mate or for fuck's sake that's a terrible call that's okay. Given the referee a gobble, and now we're finding outside the judiciary that Reece Walsh had apparently approached uh, my boy Chris Butler uh, on multiple occasions, mm-hmm. I think that's overstepping the mark. And I think especially if you're going to drop a C-bomb on him, you've probably overstepped the mark.
1: Absolutely agreed. I'm all for that. Are you kidding, ref? You've got to cop that as, as a referee, and – in any any sort of work, you are ah, you kidding, Dan? You kidding, Terry? That that sort of stuff. Yeah, look, I'm I'm okay with the ah, you got to be fucking joking me, right? Mm-hmm. But yep. what has alleged to be have been said, I still believe towards the referees absolutely, <laughs> overstepping the mark. And yeah, no, you cannot have that because why would anyone in their right mind referee get abused and then just cop shit on social media all week? People sticking <laughs> up for this kid.
0: I tell you what, right? Like I've I've only been gradually. You know, like I've sort of just been reading this on Twitter here and there, and the fact that Reese Walsh, Pat Carrigan and Dave Fafita all turn around and said, yeah, we called each other yesterday and spoke about what happened, and they used that as a defence.
1: <laughs> Not good, mate. Well, when, when when you're calling Dave Fafita on, you're sort of taking own risk. And yeah. the fact that he said he yelled at the referee, uh, I mean Pat, just just really but I don't I don't think what he's done without going down a thing is um any better. No matter what he said, he said it on the mic that's been picked up. Now I know they swear like a trooper out there. I've, I've heard the sports he etc., etc. Cetera, et cetera. Doesn't make it okay. And as someone tweeted out earlier, they looked at their dad and said, What did he say, Dad? And what do you say? Oh, flip this cheese, of course, son, but it just I I, I it's not the end of the war, but mate, I would I'll would be shocked if we don't log off here to find he's been suspended.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, he has to be, right? Yeah. Like, even if it's only for two games. he's oh. to, And I know I know people turn around and go, oh, he's going to miss Origin 3. Well, one, suck shit. Two, you've already won the series. You're going to get your medal. Three, whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly. You,
0: right. you know, you've, you've, you've got to cop that. So, that's what where it
1: we're is. At, Exactly right.
0: At now, Dan, we're coming off a weekend of rugby league where the Sharks didn't participate, they didn't uh, ruin our weekend. So, one team did participate though, that was the Newtown Jets, who had a 40 points to 22 win of Parramatta. Mm-hmm. A horribly officiated game.
1: Oh, I think <laughs> that's, that's an understatement. Every... Yeah, if you were ever going to swear at a referee. Yeah. Uh,
0: the, the the one thing that's come out of this game, though, that everyone has said online is that there is no way that Parramatta should have been able to take the field in those jerseys. They either should have been in white or yellow. That colour clash was really uh, terrible, but What wasn't terrible is the result for us and the players that have stood up. So give us your rundown, please, Daniel.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Jess Calhoun, for me, was outstanding. Started the game in the middle, had to move out as um, Tassipali missed the game. So he he slotted out, um, was named to start in the middle. So he played out wide and then would probably have got a stint, except um, your boy Geordie Linu went off with an injury. So Colhoun played 80 minutes and exceptionally well. He steamrolled the fullback. Didn't even attempt to step in scoring a try. I thought Colhoun was arguably the best on ground. If not, it was probably Braden Trindle. Again, I'm almost getting sick of talking about how good Braden Trindle is. But then again, I'll also never be sick about it because it's fantastic. He was very, very good. Uh, to be to be totally honest, Winnie Hiradi was the third best player in the park. He's breathtaking in New South Wales Cup. And dare I say, he's found a position. So let's hope he stays there at centre. Uh, i also thought stone- sam stone street was outstanding the bloke is too big too quick it- it's frightening how good this kid is the kailero was the other one very very good and i special shout out to sam healy who came on usually when Beryl goes off i'm i'm not too happy but I really like what I'm seeing from Sam Healy, and he's a lot bigger body than what we've got at the moment. So I think that could be a positive long-term. Keep an eye on that. Uh, Overall, mate, the Jets were way too good. They were heaps better than that scoreline suggests. Parramatta scored two tries that were... Look, I I don't like bagging referees, but one of them was the most ridiculous decision you'll ever see. I genuinely think she thought Stan Stone Street was playing for um, Parramatta, again, going back to the jersey clash. But, uh, yeah, mate, they were too good. And uh, the game will be streamed this Saturday against the local rivals, of course, uh, Hanson Park, 3 p.m. So make sure you get on. If you're going to talk about the Jets, watch them.
0: Who is the uh, local rivals then?
1: Well, the Dragons. Those dastardly Dragons. I won't call them equals,
0: but they're still no. rivals. Now, now it's, you know, I've, I've brought the, the stat sheet up here in front of me. Now, you mentioned Kay and Sam Stone Street as two of the best players in the park. Mm-hmm. Both of them had 18 runs, both of them ran for 189 metres.
1: It's a cheat <laughs> now, code, mate. It's not even fair.
0: What's, what's frightening is Kay post contact metres are 89. Mm hmm. He's, yeah, he's way too good for this. Mourinho, Harodi nine runs, 104 metres. But if anyone watched that game, Mourinho, every time he touched the ball, he was going to make a break. Connor Tracy here also had 18 runs for 177 metres. Jesse Colquhoun, the stats don't show just how good he was, but nine runs for 91 metres. But his defence was sensational. Some of his tackles, some of the runs that he made as well. Now, Jordy Liu, my mate, seven runs for 100 metres. Absolute mm. beats mode. That
1: One of the best balls you'll ever see to put Billy Magulius over too.
0: Yeah, big Took's as well. Had a, a nice, uh, a nice cameo stint. As did Brad Fernley. Uh, player of the match for mine. Uh, look, I I love Jaden Beryl. I think he had, you know, I think he was really good. Ten runs for 124 meters. Player of the match for mine, mate. How good is the way Peru?
1: He's a freak. He is so yeah. talented. And playing next to Trindle is working wonders for him. He was real good early on playing next to Atkinson. But Peru's young and shouldn't be running the game as he was with Ako. So playing beside Trindle is just – and Trindle's playing six and Puru yeah. seven. And that, I mean, that just has future written all over it, doesn't it?
0: It does. Now, I, I don't think the numbers on their back really matter as to who's playing more. I think they've strategically put Brayden Trindle in the number six jersey as that's where he will play next to Nico. Mm-hmm. But – he got in and played a lot of first receiving. If you go have, have a watch against the Bulldogs, which I have done three or four times this week, um, and last week as well when I was bored and needed a really good NRL fix, Matt Moylan was in at first receiver a lot more as well. So I don't really think Cronulla are worried about numbers on the back. But, I mean, Puru and Trindle were, were two of our best. Uh, Jaden Beryl was... Uh, was up there as well, so, yeah, it's really good, and as you said, if you're you're going to talk about the Jets, or the Jets, you know, if you can't get out to a game, Henson Park, is a bit of a bludger to get to, there's no parking around there, public transport sucks, 3 o'clock on Facebook, make sure you log in, the 3 o'clock game this week on uh, Super Saturday is probably dreadful anyway, so, give it our boys a run, now, one player who has come back, he came back with an absolute bang, Kurt Dillon was overplaying for Le Payon, I've probably butchered that name, in France, In the uh, first division, he came back, started, and was an absolute monster. And the stats back that up: fourteen runs for 150 meters and 60 post contact. And his defence was absolutely enormous. He's one of them guys, man, way too good for New South Wales Cup, and probably doesn't have an agent good enough to get him into a a Super League team. And he's just not quite there for NRL. But boy, oh boy, exactly. I'm, I'm I'm glad he's a jet.
1: Mate, well, he, he and Jollifee were probably on-level pegging, and one's yeah. playing for the Titans and one's playing reserve grade. So I think there's a fair bit in that. Good, uh, yeah. good summation. Very good player. Glad he's back.
0: Yeah. And that takes me to the ladder now. So the Newtown Jets are currently sitting in second. They're equal on 25 points to the Bulldogs. Uh, behind on a points differential of nine, or you have scored 434 points, which is frightening. We've played a game less than them as well, so we've scored four hundred and thirty-four points with a game game in hand, uh, conceded two hundred and sixty-seven. While the Bulldogs have scored four hundred thirteen and conceded two hundred and thirty-seven. Home form we're six and two. Away form we're four and two. Uh, last five games we are four and one. Uh, outstanding.
1: Newtown are looking real good, mate. They've um, now that Cronulla are almost at full strength. Newtown can be at full strength. It's worth saying too that we dropped the game to the Roosters, who were diabolically bad, and we had a we had a draw after leading. who uh, was a Blacktown like eighteen 0 and we were winning twenty four six or something, and got run down. So if this team gets it together, mate, they'll run away with this, and we'll be celebrating a premiership come October.
0: Yeah, and now also as well, just uh, in the flag on the weekend, I don't think the boys had a game. Breaking news, Rhys Walsh has been found not guilty.
1: Well, there you go. I didn't see that coming, but who knows?
0: Now, the flag boys didn't play on the weekend, uh, but let's just make sure that's right. But they have dropped down to fourth. Uh, draws in second. I just want to make sure that they did not play on the weekend. It would be very weird if they did. Round 17, research. This is a great radio. They actually did play on the weekend. They lost to Parramatta twenty two
1: twelve. Well, that's disappointing. Mate, that flag's an absolute shit show. There's about six teams in that that can beat anyone on any given day and then turn up and get beaten by the bottom team. So, mate, they make the finals. Anything can happen. But I dare say that the Jets are the team carrying the title hopes in 2023.
0: That's a really embarrassing loss for Cronulla as well because that game was at home and the Eels are terrible.
1: Oh, you're they right. Were... That was in the afternoon because I was going to go down there. I think it was 12 and be back for the Jets. Yeah, yeah. That, that sucks.
0: That's a that's a really, really bad loss for Cronulla. But they're sitting fourth on 24 points. The Panthers are on 25 points. The Bulldogs are on 26. And the Roosters, who are the team to beat, are on 28 points. Uh, the Storm round out the top five on 22 points. Um, we have a points differential of 56, Penrith on 58, at the Storm on 27. So, um, yeah, you're right. The jersey flag at the moment. Anyone can beat anyone uh, unless you are the Raiders.
1: Well, yeah, fair enough.
0: Uh, now let's go into this uh, podcast, Dan. Uh, the team this Tuesday dropped today. No changes. We're 1-17 to as we were against... The Canterbury Bulldogs, uh, just quickly go through the lineup: Will Kennedy, Sione Katoa, Jesse Ramion, Sipa Ronaldo Miltalo, Matt Moylan, and Nico Hines are uh, the back line. Oregon Kofusi, Blake Braley, Brian Pamanueli, Britton Cora, Teague, Wilton Dove and Nukin is the forward pack. On the bench, Cam McInnes, Tom Hazleton, Jack Williams, White Graham, and the extended bench, 18th man, Connor Tracy. Then you've got Maureen Her- Toby Rudolph Brad Triddle Jesse Colhoon. It doesn't really matter Who's 18th man this week um, But Any glaring emissions From that Or was it as you expected Tell me your thoughts When that team was released today
1: It was exactly As I expected I didn't expect any changes There's always a chance That Toby might come in late uh, There's talk that he may play For Newtown Who knows I, I don't I wouldn't expect him To play big minutes Either way He's probably going to play 20 in whatever grade And to be honest I'd probably put him In Newtown For a week because I think it's the Dragons. It doesn't matter. It's like you're playing reserve grade anyways. You might as well sell a few tickets on the back of his handsomeness. Uh, look, it's not the side I would have named, especially a game that, you know, on paper should be easy. We know the games not played on paper. But I wasn't disappointed because it's exactly what I thought it would be. Uh, I I just think that we're stuck with Wade Graham for the rest of the year, and I say that with the greatest respect. And I just can't suggest Colquhoun getting in unless... We got the minor premiership wrapped up with three games to go, and you might get a game or two. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's what we're going to see for the rest of the year until, uh, unless there's an injury, which, which of course we're hoping does not happen.
0: Yeah, look, the one to seventeen for mine. I I fully expected it. Um, However, as you said, it's the dragons. They're currently last. They're yeah. there's no direction at the club at the moment. They use a write-off, they're not going to play final football, right? Now in, in one breath, I can probably feel that Fitz is like well, there's an ambush coming. Right. You know, they find a coach, they've got all this, you know, pressure around Ben Hunt, they're gonna try and fire up for it. Um, the second the same breath I'm thinking, well, what's why Graham gonna offer in this game? Because he didn't come we we were absolutely battering the Bulldogs and he didn't come on for, until the final twenty five minutes, and actually when he came on, we were pretty shit.
1: Stifled the attack, and he was a yeah. Uh, yeah very uh weak in defence.
0: He missed that tackle on on Curtis Moore. Mm-hmm. Now let's not let's not take anything away from Curtis Moore because you know you and I were both saying he was arguably their best player, but surely those twenty five minutes are better putting under Jesse Cold development,
1: right? I mean we say it every week. You're exactly right.
0: We've had a look. The you know if, if you go to the Melbourne game where we got absolutely pounded by you know we were we were pounded by Melbourne and then against the the Dogs as well like Sione Katoa he looks like he needs a rest now this is coming off the back of a bye we got flogged by Melbourne he, he looked like he needed a rest and so what's wrong with putting Kay O'Leary what's wrong with putting Sam Stone Street in for a game what's wrong with putting Connor Tracy on the wing for the week.
1: Mate, I don't know. This would have been a week. Now, he's probably thinking, I've got to get the team running every week as we build up for finals. But you've got to think about the future. Like, there's, there's going to be injuries. And this is the game where you can put a youngster on debut in and think, okay, Ben Hunt's playing, but he's not really playing. Like So he's not going to pep you with the bomb. And even if he does, it's not like he's jumping against Daniel Tupu or, you know, Ravel like, Awa can be dangerous. But it's the perfect game.
0: Yeah, so McKayle Ravolaur is dangerous, like through the hands. But you know, you put a bomb up in the air. He's holding you know, ha- yeah. yeah, this fella can't even fucking catch COVID at a hospital. Like, make... like catching a bomb.
1: This was the game, for me. Colhoun had to play. Now yeah. we said that Hazelton was undroppable. Mm-hmm. If on Sunday at Royal that he's dropped for Toby Rudolph, I'll be annoyed because he's yeah. done nothing wrong. And as much as I love Toby, and Toby's obviously in our best seventeen somewhere. It's not at the expense of Tom Hazelton. that was my only fear today. So at least that went yeah, right.
0: Yeah, and so you know, there's a couple of names that I feel that have played themselves into the undroppable, which is Tom and Jack Williams, and yeah, they're the two names that you probably think when Toby's coming back, one of them's going to miss out, and then you've got Royce Hunt coming back. So, like you know, but but no, for mine, it's for mine. If, you, if you're talking to me, if you're saying Toby's coming back, well, Wade's got to go. Yeah. And then if you're saying Royce Hunt's coming back and he's definitely going to be
1: in the team, well, it's at the expense of Oregon first. Yeah, Exactly right. 100% agree. This was the week where I would have said, Calhoun plays on the bench. Yeah. And I would have put... White, yeah, I mean, Yeah, the end. and I would have put Stone Street on for Katoa. And I would have said, you guys all have two weeks because we've got the Tigers next week. Then we're going to New Zealand and then we need to get serious. And I'm not, I don't say that as in, like, we need to get serious. But, like, these are two games that we should win no matter who runs out. And I'm disappointed that we didn't take the chance... I know you don't change your winning formula but mate but we beat the Bulldogs and the week before we were absolutely pants by Melbourne so it's not like we're changing a team that's off six in a row yeah look I'm a little disappointed the harder you push the more upset I'm getting but um it, mate I, it,
0: it
1: it was always going to be what it is put it that way
0: yeah now the other thing that I'm looking for, that I'm looking at what Fitz is probably thinking is that you get through the Dragons, you get through the Tigers, and then you've got your tough games in the Panthers and the Rabbits. Does he really want to be messing around with combinations now and then have to bring those players back in two weeks and then make the changes afterwards? So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that he, this is the team we've got for the next four weeks, and then it's after the Panthers and rabbitos we'll see where we are and we'll see what tweaks need to be made, and then you get a little bit of a... Soft to draw. Oh, we got the Warriors in there. I forgot. I keep forgetting about the Warriors and Manly. So you've got those four games. So th- this is this is it for the next six weeks. Just so.
1: Yeah, yeah. I 100 percent agree with that.
0: Yeah. And then and then you're looking. You know, people asking, you know, "Well, when's the Euro going to get a run? When's Stone Street going to get a run? When's, I think these guys are going to get a run when we know we're 100 percent in the top eight. Now, what's going to concern me is if we're still fifth and there's every chance if you keep winning because if you have a look at our draw going in, it's it's a little bit challenging it's not too hard after the Panthers-Rabidows game. It gets a little bit challenging, right? But the teams that are going to be around us, they're playing themselves or they you know, you've got Parramatta who are pushing up, who are going to get a pretty, you know, tough run on the way in. So I think this is it. I think we have to concede that this is it. Um, there is a play that we're going to talk about very soon. Um, and, you know, a... a bit of a story that's developing around him or oh, sorry two players we're mm-hmm. gonna talk about um, and and what the future looks like for them but I think for now like I, I you know if you have a look at if you have a look at just how bad people are making out that we've been and you can't beat a top eight team with we two points off first.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So and I think that's gonna be in the back of Fitz's mind as well is that you know Nathan Cleary's injured yeah, it is. You know, and there's there's, every, there's a chance, yeah, the yeah. Broncos are starting to get injuries. There's they a are. chance, that, you know, if we're going to push for the top four, he's not going to want to keep playing swapsies every week. But as you said, like home game on a Thursday night against the Dragons, you could probably afford to do it. Well, we're, we're not asking for match changes. We're not saying like get Stone Street and Eero and Trindle and Colquhoun and Beryl. Just one or two
1: would have been nice. Oh, mate, I would have, I would have taken one in a heartbeat. It's probably worth pointing yeah. out too. That our buys are done now. So we're, we're done. Yeah. Every team above us gets another buy. I think Parramatta have two. One yeah. this weekend and another one in the last round. So there's every chance that we'll see Broncos players. Broncos
0: have two. Broncos have two they,
1: as well. They, they do. There's every chance we'll see players rested towards the back end of the season. Potentially, especially if we're set and we can't move anywhere in the last round, I expect to see five or six changes, which will mess the Jets out. A little bit, but at that stage, you can't. Oh, really... man, If
0: we, if we're set for the the final round, then I'm fully expecting like a team. that I'm expecting the Jets team to run out. Yeah, exactly. Although and then they'll be they'll be in finals. But if yeah. they're minor premiers, they get that week off.
1: That's true. Well, that's the ultimate. Let's hope that they've wrapped the minor premiership. We've got third wrapped up by then, and then we can, yeah. or even second, hopefully. But uh, we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, no, look, there, there's no there's no changes on the horizon. Injury aside. I think if you see any one of the back five go down, you see Connor Chase come in, then hopefully we're talking purely speculative now. Then you might see a player picked up, but I I dare say Haradi might even be above, which, um, you know, I don't exactly agree with, but at this stage, it's all about combos and getting ready because we're not that far out from finals football now. Origin just completely messes six weeks up and suddenly you're looking and it's round 18 or it's round 19 and you're like, shit, it's finals time. So... Mate, it well, is this, what it, it is.
0: I mean, but there's 27 rounds this year as well, so whilst we are close, like this is round 18, you, you've essentially still got 10 games of footy to go. Look, that, that is... We don't have
1: a bye. Yeah, that is yeah. true. It's going to be... Oh, mate, there's got to be a game there during the week, of uh, the year, sorry, where you go, all right, the boys are a little bit tired. We can throw a youngster in. So I'm holding I'm holding out hope.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm holding out hope against hope on here. Um, I'll just bring the Dragons line up. Um,
1: it's despicable.
0: Um, yeah, Tyrell Sloan, Matthew Fangai, Tortel Moga, Zach Lime, Max, Mikhail Ravalawa, Jaden Sullivan, Ben Hunt, who is under a sickness cloud and could be a late withdrawal sickness. Yeah, no, sickness. His missus has been all over Insta uh, promoting how sick they are. Uh, mm. Francis Molo, Sick of the Dragons. There you go. Black Laurie, Ben Murdoch, Masala, Jaden Sua, and Jack DeBellin uh, rounds out the Ford pack. And on the bench, you've got Telltale Moan, Michael Molo. Kurt, Toby Couchman, Jaden Hunt, and then you've got Ryan Couchman, Moses, and by Zach by Zane Musgrove, Max Fainite, and Billy Burns. And that is the biggest amount of gammon that I have ever seen.
1: That like, is a shit side. The one player that worries me, Sully, isn't there this week. We've been blessed. Uh, there's every chance Ben Hunt's going to pull out for something. If he is sick, I hope he's feeling better, but uh, yeah. not by Thursday. Yeah, it's it's pretty embarrassing and as they brought up on the on the v- Dragons vodcast, they're a little bit worried about their left hand side because Moga and Figa have leaked points. It haven't been a team and moga has been playing our wing all season. I dare say that Talakai will be um
0: That's Ramin's. Yeah,
1: sorry. Well they must have got it right. I think I think it was their their right uh, whatever. Who whichever centre plays against them has got to be best on ground for mine.
0: Yeah, uh, and let, have have they shifted Zach Lomax back to left centre?
1: Oh, I don't know. They they might have served me up the creek on the other one, but he's in his preferred position. It,
0: either, either way, that two to five is shit.
1: Awful. Lomax is the only one, but,
0: and yeah, even you know, in Do you know what that reminds me of? Two thousand and nine to two thousand and twelve Cronulla backlines.
1: There you go, mate. Ben Pomeroy walks into that backline.
0: When you had fucking absolute walking gammons like Dean Collis and Missy Talapapa and. Oh, fuck. like...
1: It's good to be on this end of it. No, there's there's wow. nothing in that team that worries me. I, I think, you know, okay, their forwards are okay.
0: Yeah, Jim, I, I, I watched their game um, on the weekend when they got flogged against the Warriors, and, you know, you're kind of laughing about it, right? And then Ben Murdoch took a run and annihilated some Warriors forwards. I thought, fuck, like, fire out. He didn't seem for the rest of the game. He was still gassed.
1: Like, that's it. He's a big boy, but that's it. And I mean, Debellin is probably their best forward. For all the jokes we make, and he yeah. deserves them. Um,
0: there's, there's no lateral movement in that team, like a little bit of full work. And this is this is what I mean. Prime time. This is prime time for Tom Hayes. What's He needs to playing forty minutes in this game. Jesse Colburn, great full work, great leg drive. He should be in on this game. Not not dross like Wade Graham. Like this is the game for Wade. Fuck, keep harping on him. This is the game for him to be the eighteen team. It
1: is. Well, maybe maybe there'll be a late switch, mate. I have a feeling if this is a Sunday game, Toby comes in. But I feel Thursday might just be a little bit too.
0: Yeah, and it's good to point out about that. that this is the Thursday night game, so it doesn't matter who the eighteenth man is. They can still play for the Newtown Jets. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that, that, that'll be all right there. I. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't really matter. The only thing, the only thing for mine is if Toby's not ready, I don't want him to be the eighteenth man as a token gesture, and then we get three players knocked out and he's got to play.
1: fair.
0: If, if, the, if the talk of him playing for Newtown is correct, um, then he needs to be cut on Wednesday night.
1: Yeah, 100%. Oh, big time. Now, mate, I was on record previously saying this, and I want to double down right here, right now. If the Dragons outscore Nico Hines, uh-huh. I'm going to be disappointed because I dare say we got four tries in us. He, mm-hmm. can, he converts them all. If they score more than a try... I'll be pretty disappointed because that that's a loss. If we win this game by six to eight points, I'm going to write to the NRL and ask them to consider that a loss for us. The only thing I'm worried about is if they come out fired up, as you alluded to earlier, and maybe score early, maybe maybe two tries early and we're sort of 8, 10, maybe 12 nil down, thinking what the hell, we should be up by 40. The rain comes and it goes back into those derby days that we used to drag the Dragons into. Dragons would be flying, playing good football. We would drag them down and just be pieces of shit all night. And they spent half the night bashing us and we beat them late. That's my only fear. But I think if we score a try before the 25th minute, I think Cronulla go on to win this in an absolute canter. Yeah. Uh,
0: now, our friend Kieran Fraser, uh, Special K, we miss you, buddy. Get back online as quickly as you can because Dan and I are doing heavy lifting for Sharks Uh But he, I was mucking around with him uh, on... Facebook message today and said that the Dragons would beat us and he said that he would slap you in the face if they do and now I hope that the Dragons beat us by 50.
1: Is that mean I, Well, that's just rude.
0: It is. Uh, what's your prediction for this game? Uh, give us a try score give us a, a line give us the the total points. I like the uh, Dragons versus
1: Nico in terms of points. There, yeah. I look. I'm gonna say. I think it'll be exactly the same as the the Dogs game. I think we'll flog them, but we'll take the foot off the pedal because we haven't got that killer instinct. I would like to see us go on and win about sixty to ten. Um, uh, we'll go thirty six twelve. Just just because yeah. I think there'll be an early try and there'll be that goddamn it try. In terms of try score, Ronaldo Mulatalo marking down for a double. I'll be putting the C on him in Super Coach
0: this week. But literally, I was about to say 36-12 in a replay of last year's game down at Winston.
1: Yeah, in the way. And, and I don't think it'll be like 12-all and we kick off late. I think we'll be leading and they'll score a try. Cronulla have got that, gah, fucking hell try in us. They'll be yeah. one of those. And I think they might score a good try, maybe Tyrell Sloan. But, mate, yeah. if this is even close, so help me, God.
0: Okay, let's get into some questions here. Uh, our friend Josh Bolling, good friend of podcasters has asked, what does Nico Heiser do to take his game to the next level? I'll let you start with that, baby.
1: His defence is a little bit iffy, so I, th- I think that's the main one. Everyone's talking about defence, and I 100% agree. I, I want to see him lead us to a win over a big team, and I think really? that confidence, because I don't think... Okay, he, he was best on ground against South and Parramatta last year, so he should look back, but if we beat... The bunnies in Perth, and he's best on ground, I think there's no stopping him.
0: Yeah. I, I just... A lot of people are turning around saying his game management, and I think... I, I, I hear that. Um, a lot of times he gets caught on the fourth tackle, um, and that's that's the part that gets really annoying, because then, you know, Moylan's going to kick the ball, and you might as well just throw it in touch mm-hmm. out on the foot and change it over, because, I mean, not much happens from a Moylan kick. Um so, yeah, I think I think his game management and his awareness and, you know, he'll look back at, you know, he, he always says his biggest critic is himself, but he'll look back on that third tackle kick against Melbourne where he kicked it on the 30 and Melbourne played the ball inside our half because we just weren't expecting it and the chase or anything like that. So, um, game management for mine, like I, I still go on record saying that in terms of a number seven, he's got all the tricks and he's the best number seven in the NRL at the moment. He just needs... The rest of the team to catch up to his level. Well, I know people have said that you know what makes Nathan Cleary is the best number seven in the game is that he had those players. You know he's taken those players and elevated around him. And I will tell you that, that is a steaming lump of shit because players like James Fisher-Harris and Co. Were already you know were already established in that team. And those young guns from Penrith have been Australian schoolboys and have played all the junior rep footy. That you can possibly think of. Oh, it's not as if the Cleary picked a bunch of plumbers out of Mount Rock pub and turned them into a good team. Like this was a team that was predicted and picked for the future, and you're seeing that now while they're getting poached and raided. So, mate, Jack um,
1: Cog has been one of the form players of the competition the last few weeks. That says everything.
0: Yeah, and so yeah, that's like in, term, in terms of Hines, he's. He's got, to, he's got to wait for everyone else to catch up and then he's going to manage the game. So that's uh, that's what I think Nico has to do. Now we've got... I missed a question from Paul last week and he asked some really, really good questions. But he said, Have the Sharks ever made you cry? Uh, yes. The prelim. The
1: prelim. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I cried after yep. the grand final. Yeah, um, I was
0: hysterics after the grand final. But yep. the term, like, proud crying it was
1: the present yeah i agree with that in terms of angry crying i don't think literally Uh but there've been nights where i'm like what the hell am i doing with my life it's four degrees i got work tomorrow i've spent a hundred bucks and we've just lost again there were those nights in the dark days but i don't think i actually cried but proud cry yeah that twice and i think there was a, a time where I was singing up Up Cronulla recently. might have been last year, and I felt myself <laughs> welling up. I'm like, what the hell? I love this team so much. So, yes, absolutely and proud them.
0: I'll tell you, there was one time that made my eyes water because you're just like, what are these fucking idiots absolutely doing, right? But we led Melbourne uh, 18-12 with three minutes to go and lost. And that was on a Monday night in down Melbourne. And I sat there in the grandstand as Melbourne ran in two tries, as Will Chambers picked the ball up from the dummy half and blinked and fell over the line. And I just remember sitting there in in shock and kind of just going like, is this, is this it? Is this the life of being a shark? And that's why I fully expect the day in the grand final, 14, 12, two minutes to go. They're down the other end. They've got to length of the field try and fuck me. They nearly did
1: it. That's what. Right. Yeah, I remember that game. I was at work and I was very, very angry. There was also that game we lost against the Bulldogs as $1.05 favourites and they were $6 outsiders, where a certain halfback kicked with uh, a four on two overlap. Yeah, that was about as close to angry tears as you'll ever
0: see. Or the, the, there's another one the Dogs game where you and I were at Wynn Stadium and they were uh, sorry, at Cobra and fell down 18 0. Talakai got Simbin. And then we came back and they gave us a little bit of hope. We scored a try out Wide Towns and kick the goal. 18-12, and you're like, come on, can they do it? And then Trendle Dummey, and not read on the last. You're like, ah, oh, no, they can't do it. That's the in a nutshell. Yeah,
1: that's pretty shit.
0: Yeah. All right, some questions from Paul. First one's a sledge at you. He says, why does Daniel have the same size hands as Hornswoggle?
1: Tell Paul to shut his fucking mouth.
0: Okay. Love you, Paul.
1: Hey, and um, incorrect, false. Ladies, if you're listening, Paul sucks. Don't listen yeah. to him
0: literally and figuratively. Uh, news and rumours around Iro. what do you think and what do you do? Now, This for anyone who hasn't seen it, there was a uh, podcast today that has leaked that Kaleiro is thinking about leaving um, because he's not in the top 30. Now, he can play from now. He wasn't a dev deal until around 10 or 11. Um, he can play now. I For mine, if it is going to get to a point where he's going to leave... Then you or he asks for a release, you've got to stop that from getting. Because once a player asks for a release, generally they don't they don't want to take it back. You know, So, um, I've I've seen two teams linked with him. One was uh the Dragons, and one is Parramatta. I don't think Parramatta would make any sense for him unless he's going there to play on the wing instead of showing Russell. Because yep. he's not getting in the centres at the moment. Bailey Simonson has. Found himself in a red hot patch of form and they really believe in Will Um, But what do you think?
1: I would be shocked if he's not starting to look around because this is the bloke who won New South Wales Cup Player of the Year last year. He should be playing first grade. It's, it's as simple as that. Yeah, he's got some deficiencies in his defence, but his attacking game is a lot better than half the centres. He's probably looking at teams like the Tigers and thinking, I'm their best player, one to five. Not with them because of Bullard, but in that sort of thing. like He could probably walk into four or five sides. I think he might feel slighter by the fact that Stone Street was elevated to the top 30 before him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that shows their hand, and I think if it comes down to one or the other, I think Cronulla have chosen Stone Street. I cannot believe he's not in the top 30 now. I, we, it, he was and then he wasn't, and we've had clarification that he never was and it was a typo or, or whatever happened or I mean, whatever it was. He should be in the top 30, and for him not, I absolutely understand why he's looking elsewhere. That said, if he comes and says, hey, I want to release, okay, win a title for Newtown and see you later next year. We've got Stone Street. We've got players coming through. There's so some flag freaks as well. It, it sucks because I, I'm a huge fan of his, and I absolutely want him to play for Cronulla. He probably doesn't get in the side now because I think he's number three behind Tracy, Stone Street, him. Abs- absolutely can understand where he's coming from. I would elevate him in the top 30 yesterday before this broke. But now, if, if it's true, we're not saying it 100% is. We've heard rumblings. We have for a while. I would go get him and say, sit down and say, this is the plan and be truthful. Okay, if he's not in the future, whatever. Okay, you can let him go play for the Tigers, but not to the end of the season. we got to get, you know, we, we got to get something for him. we got we got to get, dare I say, selfish, like... Fuck it. If you want to leave, good. You've got a contract. But if he gets a contract, if Parramatta come to him and say this weekend, hey, come play on the wing, it's going to be very hard to say no.
0: Yeah. Again, I don't think he's going to go to Parramatta and play centers because, uh, you know, I got laughed at, but Bailey and is in absolute red-hot form at the moment. Uh, And, and, you know, he can can easily go on the wing over Sean Russell. Um, The player who's been linked to the Dragons, though, heavily is not Caleb DeRoe. In terms of our backline, it's not Cairo. It's Connor Tracy.
1: I would let him go, and I would upgrade Eero in a heartbeat.
0: Yeah, so you, yeah, I'm not sure Euro what Euro's contract looks like now, but he's on a dev deal. He was on a dev deal this year, so he's probably not getting paid what he wants to. Um, the fact of the matter is, I think we've still got another spot this year, so you might as well just you might as well just promote. You might as well just say he's he's the rest of the money for the rest of the year, unless we're, unless we're going to bring in a game changing. Front row forward, what the fuck have you got to
1: lose? Just pay them all. 100% pay him. And, and that's, I know Conor Tracy right now is Mr. Fix It, but you can't tell me that Kylie Rowe can't be Mr. Oh, Fix It.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's played fullback for the Cook Islands. He debuted on the wing for us and he won Player of the Year at centre and he's played second row as well. So yeah, he he's, absolutely.
1: He's got plenty and there's there's also Haradi there. So if Conor wants to go,
0: yeah.
1: all the best, Conor. See you later. Uh, favorite,
0: fan, favorite opposition fan base and why? Oh, okay.
1: Well, not Brisbane after this week. Um, I, I mate, I gotta say, I enjoy, I enjoy the the Tigers fans. I, I think they're sort of defeated, but I got a lot of mates that support them. I let's put the Raiders to the side. They're last uh, mainly. Probably down the bottom. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to say the Tigers because I think there's a lot of good people in that fan base that deserve better, and I want to see them do good. And the banter is very, very good.
0: Yeah, I was, I was going to say in terms of like social media engagement, I think West Tigers have been really good. And um, Brendan Brendan Finn, who you know, he's a he's a well happy to call him a mate now. Um, we've had loads of chats. His banter is really good, and like I'll put out a sub tweet about the Tigers that's you know 90% directed at him, and I'll get a nibble. So I really cool. like it.
1: You know, I also want to give you a shout-out to the Storm, because you've got Hayley and Meg, and there's about four or five of them that are uh, real good. So yeah, uh, the Storm number two. Uh,
0: least favourite opposition fan base. And why, please don't hold back. If you say anything other than Penrith, then you're wrong.
1: Oh, Penrith are the worst. It's not even close. I Canberra annoy me. The fans themselves, not on social media. I've got some real good mates, especially Salzy. But being in Canberra sucks. I hate it. The Warriors away game was the worst, and it's the only time I've ever felt unsafe and threatened. But it is Penrith by a long way, because fuck them, that's why.
0: Now, Paul's asked a question here, which is an in-joke, uh, and I'll give you some context afterwards. It says, did you or did you not contemplate taking things from the smash vending machine at the embassy that night? <laughs> um so for anyone who doesn't know Paul, he he's about my height, six foot four, but he's been six foot four wide since we were also nineteen years old, So we're about nineteen, twenty, no, oh, maybe a bit older, 21, 22 at the time, and uh, we're having a drink at the bar, and um, he's turned around and bumped into a bloke, and Paul, you know, dropped his the bloke's dropped his drink, and Paul apologised and. This guy fired up and Paul said, look, it really means so much. Yeah, I'll just line up and I'll get you a drink What you're drinking. And this guy kept firing up. And uh, kept firing up, kept firing up. Paul asked him to calm down. And this guy called Paul a word that rhymes with maggot. And it would be uh, like Hornswoggle calling Andre the Giant a maggot. Mm-hmm. And just one, one clean strike uh, to the bottom of the chin. And old mate went flying about 10 metres across the dance floor into a vending machine and it smashed open. And it was one of them vending machines where you had to line all the blocks up in a row and you got like all the cool iPad and iPod products and you have never seen a bigger bunch of scabs just run in and grab what they could. Uh, But the answer to that question is yes. If I was quick and nimble enough, I probably would have grabbed myself a pair of headphones.
1: Yeah, look, I I like that. Now, Paul, uh, lovely dude. Lovely dude.
0: i to get punched by though.
1: Well, yeah, he's the one bloke that I probably wouldn't push. <laughs> if And if I did, I would say apology, apology Mr. Paul. But, uh, wow, yeah, I hadn't heard that story, but um, it does not shock me, just quietly.
0: It's a, a great one. Now, a uh, question from Scott Wilson. Blake Braley's 100th game this weekend, which one has been your favourite? I really deserve that. Uh, <laughs> has had a couple of really, really good games against the Northlands and Cowboys. Um, and I think... Uh, if, if memory's got me right, it was round three, when did he debut? 2019. We went up there and battled the Cowboys, uh, 42 points to 16. He came off the bench. He's probably got uh, – Jaden got knocked out real early in the game, three minutes into the game.
1: Mate, I was going to say, I remember a game where he came off the bench because his brother got hurt. Yeah. And yeah. that, I remember looking at that and saying, we've just yeah. lost your spot to your little bro. Yeah, I,
0: that, that was the game where I looked at it and thought, if he can keep that up, this is – He's was, the one fortunately uh, unfortunately, 97 games later, we haven't seen anything like that. So. No, fair enough. He's, he
1: has played some very good games.
0: Yes. No, he hasn't. Uh, what's the status on Max Bradbury's development? Look, he has been named for the Jets a couple of times. I think he's had a couple of token appearances here or there, but he's on the bench for Flegg. Uh, there's some big boys that athletes in mm-hmm. there. With Max Bradbury, what I'll say is you need to have patience. This guy is a super, super, superstar in the making. But he's 19 years old. You're probably going to see the best of him when he's 22. So he's one of them guys who you keep. His next contract could be a dev deal with the promotion to the top 30. So he's contracted to us for 2024. I would dare say that his deal after that would be a dev deal 2025 with the promotion to top 30 in 2026. Yeah. Um, but he looks like he's going to be a very handy NRL player.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, there was a little bit of disappointment that he has been named on the bench for Flag, but I wouldn't look too much into it because for Flag changes every week.
0: And as as we said, our, our flight team is uh it's brutal. Like there's yeah. some some of the props we have in that flight team. Um Silesia Tata uh as an example, he is an absolute wrecking ball. Yeah. Good, good. Uh, I would not want to uh be run out by him. So yeah, with with Max Bradbury, I'm going you've just you've got to be um Patience be is really, a virtue. Patient with him. Um he started against Parramatta. Just having a look at this now, along with Josh Finow. Yep. And uh, on the bench, Celestia uh, Tata, Lachlan Crouch, Sam Culloch, and Tully Wilton. Um, yeah, so that's that's what you're looking at at the moment with Max Bradbury. let going to go because there was another question
1: there. I'll just butt in real quick, if possible. Adam reached out on Instagram before and, and said, um, not, not when should, but when does Fitz make changes? And I want to answer that quickly by saying if there's injuries or we've got a spot wrapped up, as we discussed earlier. I meant to bring it up back then, sorry.
0: Or, the other other or is we get through this next. We've got the Dragons at home, Tigers away, Warriors away, Manly at home. We get through that unscathed and then we go and play Penrith and South Sydney and get beaten by 20 in both of those games. Then I think you've got to turn around and have a real hard look at yourself.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because the running, uh, all important. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's when you've got to turn around and go, okay, look, we've seen what we can do against
0: the drop, the drops. We've seen what's happened when we come up against the good teams. Do we want to be also rans or do we want to be premiership contenders? And and that's when you make changes there. <laughs> um question here from our friend Evan Rubakis. Um, Mr. Sharkey has said, do you guys think the club has set the standard too high regarding our ladder position? That fits? He's being ultra-cautious in making changes. It doesn't have the mentality of what, you should work this year
1: definitely definitely does
0: yeah and I'll I'll, I'll deep dive into that as well <clears throat> asking some questions around at the moment is that our salary cap uh, we were paying players too high and um, the, there's a player who looked like they were going to leave the club and were paid ultra overs to stay and when you do something silly like that it sets you back mm-hmm. and then you've got players in the same position as him who are putting the same output as him every week turn around and go well if he's on that i'm on that so this whole thing of well this player's off contract and the feed is left and this guy's left where's the money where's the money where's the money we're coming off the back of these contracts now and you're seeing with Fitz that he's extended a certain amount of players for two years, a certain amount of players for three years, a certain amount of players for four years, right? And that's just to balance our cap now. And I think that he's of the position of how you and I are looking at the 25, 26, 27 are going to be the real shot for us to have the premiership where he can do some outside recruitment but also see who in this top 30 is actually worth a league to keep.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I- think we've overset, though. I think I think we overachieved last year.
0: Yeah. I think we overachieved We were top 14 We were top 14 last year We're 4th yeah. we're four, or 5th last year 4th or 5th this year
1: I'd also argue That if you're not Confident in making The top 4 every year Then you're not doing Your job right
0: Yeah And and again like There's lots of people Going back about But just to finish Yourself here I think I think the ladder Position last year Was an anomaly Because we caught A lot of teams out and By the time that You know The finals came around We were Pretty predictable And we were injured
1: Yeah it happens.
0: Yeah, I, I I still maintain that if we'd gone into that Cowboys team, uh, that Cowboys game fully fit, that we're having the week off, and that week off would have been a goldmine for us. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, agree.
0: But does he have the mentality of what worked last year should work this year? Yeah, and I think the only the only player I say that about is Matt
1: Moore. Yeah, we see, we've seen it. He refuses to change, and and to his credit, it did work last year. So yeah. I see a point, as much as I don't agree with it.
0: Yeah. No, as much as you don't agree with that, I, I I do I do see that, and you know, we look at we look at the you know, and and it's as as you always bang on, Dean. It's not as if um, it's not as if we don't have the players in reserve. like We've got the New South Wales Cup Centre of the Year. If we ever need to drop Telecott, or move Telecott, we've got one of the quickest players in the New South Wales Cup on the wing. If ever guitar needed a run, we've got a player who can literally do a better job in 25 minutes than Wade Gray mm-hmm. sitting in New South Wales Cup. And we've got the guy who's going to win New South Wales Cup player of the year, Braden Trindle.
1: It's a good it's a good problem to have.
0: We've we also got... Someone said to me, if Trindle doesn't win the New South Wales Cup player of the year, Beryl's going to.
1: Yeah, it'll it'll come from a jet.
0: Yeah, it'll it'll come from a jet. So it's not as if we, we don't have the, the Calvary to um to make those changes or, or to be uncautious. But at the same time I think, you know, Fitz has got, Fitz has done the job of getting us into second last year and putting us positioning us into the top four and we've got a run now which can solidify us into the eight. Mm, big time. Uh, He's
1: rather than taking risks, he's just gonna go with what's tried and tested. What's worked in the past. Agreed. So great good good question.
0: Yeah, very, very good question. Let's go through to the draws for this weekend. Now, in the knock on effect New South Wales Cup, the second place Newtown Jets take on the ninth place Dragons mm-hmm. at Henson Park. Anything other than a win will be disgraceful.
1: Absolutely disgraceful. Jess Colquhoun named in the back row, which is because um, well, unfortunately Geordie hasn't pulled up well. Uh, no. Keep yeah, an eye he on that. Went
0: on. Oh, didn't
1: he? I right. don't know. I think. <laughs> He and Magulius went off within a couple of minutes and they only reference it very quickly on the stream.
0: Mm-hmm. So the Jets line up this way: Herodi, Minsor, Tsumopia, Hero, Stone Street, John Gabriel, Nilpway, Puru, Kurt Dillon, Jaden Beryl, Big Tooks, Jesse Colburn, Shabo, Tasapali, Bill Magulius, on the bench, Reese. Dakin, Kyle Pickering, Caleb Ueli and Brad Fernley. He's a beast as well, Brad Fernley, just quietly. He's
1: been fantastic. Uh, there will be a few changes to that yeah, on game day, because, as there is but, every single week.
0: Yeah, Connor Tracy will come back in. Uh,
1: Trindle will Charlie play.
0: Gabriel will not play.
1: <laughs> There's a chance Atkinson might go in too. And uh, we might no. see Rodwell.
0: He is uh, another week away from what I heard. oh heard. Gotcha. There There's us. Town Street Men's on all week.
1: Oh, you gotcha. Now, it'll be, it'll be, there'll be two or three changes, quite. Yeah,
0: easy, there'll, yeah. there'll be two or three changes that, But I am expecting a win there. The Jets. And let's bring up the Jersey flag. We are playing the Dragons as well. That's 5:30 on Thursday night. Um, I won't be there for that game.
1: Well, neither will I. Yeah, I
0: know. Let's bring the ladder mm-hmm. up here. The Dragon, the seventh. Uh, this is this is a, a very important win for us at the moment. Now, there's a three-point gap between 5th and 6th, so the Storm are on 22, the, Dra- the Rabideaus are on 19. The Dragons are on 18, but if you can get that win over the Dragons, that puts eight points between you, then you really only have to worry about the 6th place Rabideaus.
1: Yeah, now this has got to be a week where we go bang, bang, bang in all three grades.
0: Yeah, we, we, we need to win all three grades in that, uh, in that as well. And Now, at the moment, in terms of the – this is an important one to bring up – at the moment, in terms of the uh, team of the year, or the club of the year, New South Wales club of the year, Penrith, they're again leading us.
1: Mm, makes sense.
0: Only by a couple of points.
1: Yeah, well, they're, they're once their first grade is a little bit ahead, but we'll finish above them in New South Wales Cup and flag, well, who knows, toss a coin. So it's down to two teams, mate. It's good to be yeah. in rarefied air, though. Yeah, I mean, we, we
0: were second last year and we're probably in be bridesmaids again. That's okay. so, anything else? Need
1: to be aware of, Dan, before we go? Get... No, mate. Or just looking forward to seeing everyone on Thursday. If you see us, please say hello. I love the attention. So does Terry too. No, he doesn't.
0: No, hey, he mate. doesn't.
1: Hey. How it won. How won.